Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole game is here. Dr. Debbie answering your medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your behavior questions. Animal communicator extraordinaire. That would be Joy Turner. Susan Sims with Fido Friendly Travel Talk. She's got a cool guest today. Dr. Jim Humphreys on the way, as well as Britt Savage. Uh, Bobby, what do we got coming up in the news? Well, we're going to take a look at the update on the Iditarod race fatality number. Unfortunately, it has increased. We'll have the details coming up in the news. And it appears that in your hot little hands there, Judy, you have the uh, yes Ancestry Analysis Certificate from the DNA no. Breed Identification. For a yes, yeah. it's here, finally. But, you know, when, when, when we started this whole thing, we thought it was going to last a couple of weeks. We test the dog, be a great radio bit. We started that in September. And uh, we're just now actually getting... Just September? It seems longer than that. Yeah, it it really does. Uh, And I'm not sure that the results are exactly definitive still. Yeah, I'm a little worried Nuh-uh. about them. Yes, these are outrageous results. We'll tell you about them. In are just a we more of vague than before? Well, yes. I don't know if we're more confused than before. We still have a bunch of these tests to give away. You can pick them up at the website. I have two to give away right now. Let's go to the phones. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Sherry. Hi, Sherry. How are you doing? I am great. Where are you? Oh, we are in Michigan. Uh, uh, Missouri. <laughs> Missouri, Michigan. It's one of those M states, right? It is, yes. It is, absolutely. We're in an ice storm here in Missouri. Okay. Yeah. Well, drive carefully, please. Tell us what's going on with you. I understand. It says here on the screen that you want one of these DNA tests. Yes. Yes, I do. I have a little a little dog. We call her a little girl. Uh-huh. And she's a lot like Ladybug. We don't know if she's part Minton or part <laughs> Chihuahua Uh-oh. or just what she is. And we were just kind of trying to figure out maybe one of these DNA tests would help us figure out what she what she is. Now, how did you find her? Were you looking for a specific breed when you looked for her? Actually, no. She was a rescue dog. My mom's friend was a vet, and she just acquired her. And so my mom had her for a few years. And then she needed to place her, and so we just took her. And she's been on the truck with us for about five years. And everybody asks us, well, what is she? And <laughs> Isn't I'm like, that hard? Yeah. It, really it is. It is. And what do you say? Well, she looks like a Minton or Chihuahua or a Terrier. We don't ever know what to tell them. Well, Sherry, we're going to try to help you get an answer to this. And I, I say try because we haven't been exactly <laughs> successful yet. We, we do have results uh, to share later on. Luck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll send you one of these, and you'll get your results back in a couple of weeks after you do the swab. And okay. you got to call back and let us know what you found out, okay? Oh, absolutely. I am so excited. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Hold on for one second, please. one 405 So will we have a winner to the big Who's Your Daddy contest here at Animal Radio? <laughs> We're so inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out before the end of the show today. <gasps> yes, that's right. Animal communicator Joy Turner on her way into the studio, as well as uh, Susan Sim. She's going to be telling you about a car manufacturer that is now appealing to the the pet audience. Wow. Yeah, they're making cars specifically for pets now. Not to drive, but, you know, (laughs) let the guardians drive. Toon says the cat will be so happy. I know that. Toon says the cat from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yes. Toon says was not a very good driver. No, he wasn't. (laughs) Boy, you're showing our age there. Every time the cat went over a cliff. 
Did I tell you I have hot water pressure? Oh, good. Why didn't you have Yay! hot water pressure? Did you, well, did you lose it? There was, yeah, there was a clog, and it's been going on for a long time, and they were having trouble diagnosing it, and so, yeah, so to speak. A, a clog? And so, a clog. Some areas have really sedimentary water. I don't know if that's the right term. It's got a lot of crud in it. Mm. And it will it will settle and deposit in your pipes. And apparently I have pretty old pipes, Hal, and they needed to be blown. <laughs> and now the pressure's just great. Uh, good, good. I'm glad you're feeling better. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. We're just mouthpieces. The whole dream team of experts... At your beck and call, one 405 And, uh, oh, I wanted to mention this hour brought to you by Debt Settlement USA. Thanks, guys. I mention this every hour. You may not need this number now. Write it down. It's one 551 When you want to call Debt Settlement USA and try to figure your way out, like I, you know, I, I waited, what, seven or eight months before I said, okay, I have a problem. <laughs> We've been telling you. <laughs> I think I think you know it started at ten thousand dollars, and then I, then I was robbing Peter to pay Paul, and then had fifteen thousand dollars worth of debt, and, and called Debt Settlement USA. And another one of my friends who's doing very well, they're almost out of debt. They had less debt than I did. They also did. One eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight Debt Settlement USA, bringing you this hour of Animal Radio. We have on the phones with us, I believe it is Michelle. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. Where are you? Well, right now, I'm in aisle six of the grocery store in Boondock, Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) I love the honesty there. (laughs) What are you shopping for? Well, you know, we bought a motorhome, so we got to stock it, you know, stuff like that. Do you travel with your pets in the motorhome? Um, We will. We will. How are they feeling? Because I got the doctor right here. Um, well, actually, I'm having. I'm a little worried about Annabelle. She's our four and a half month old Saint Bernard. Oh, and, how wonderful! Um, yeah, oh, she is. She's fantastic, and she's brilliant, of course. Um, but a couple weeks ago, I took her to the vet, and she had something called vaginitis, and they put her on a an antibiotic to set uh, IV or amoxicillin. But now last week, I took her to the vet because I noticed a spot underneath her chin, and it turns out that there's some evil little creature called Demodex mites. Oh, yes. Okay, which brings me to these questions as far as, you know, is is what my vet wanting to do enough? Did I do something to cause this? You know, and then I've got a question about her diet. Okay. What are we doing so far for this mite? Well, they gave me a Panalog cream, and their plan is to dip her three times once a week with a mitoband dip. Okay, and is it just on her chin only, or does she have other areas where she might have some hair loss? Well, 
you know, I started with, she's got a spot about the size of a, a half a dollar, like underneath her jaw, kind of in those folds. But now okay. I'm noticing little spots around her nose um, that right. are just red, pink right now where the hair is starting to come out. And then I'm noticing mm-hmm. mostly like around her, her mouth area. Okay. Well, I know the suspense is probably killing Hal because he's thinking, what the heck yes. is a demodite mite? <laughs> it's, it's a microscopic little critter that lives in a uh, dog's skin and it's not something we can see and it's it's very interesting and then demodex mites we get so excited in the vet world when it comes to creepy crawlers so pardon me here (laughs) but um basically these little mites live in the skin and they can affect young dogs old dogs in different ways so we kind of classify demodex mites in what we call a localized problem or of a generalized problem and localized means we might have one or two solitary areas where we have hair loss or redness um generalized might I mean, we have a bald dog or we have just oodles of areas that are affected. So if we have just a few, we may be kind of classified in the localized. There's also young dog Demodex and old dog Demodex. And I got to tell you, I'm so happy that Annabelle's a puppy because Demodex in a young dog is not uncommon at all. And one of the reasons is because their immune system is developing, and it's a very natural thing that we can run into this. So battling in a young dog can be a little bit more straightforward than in an old dog where we have to look for reasons why they might be immunosuppressed, like uh, types of cancers or infections or metabolic diseases. So you're in a better class here. So the bad news for you is it takes a long time to treat Demodex mites, and it's not as simple as putting on Panalog. And I'd probably say don't put Panalog on because that actually has a steroid in it. And that, to me, is not going to help a situation where we're dealing with a, a suppressed immune system, such as in a pup who's growing. Um, the dips that your veterinarian has uh, mentioned are very effective for uh, Demodex mites, and that's something we use if they're more generalized. So if we have areas on the body or if there's just a lot of different spots we can't spot treat. Some dogs, if they have just a few little areas, especially pups, will kind of grow out of it. So I don't always get too excited about it if they have just a one or two small spots. Um, but if you're concerned and those areas are much more prevalent, then I would definitely say the dips um, every week to two weeks would be wise. And you can even ask about some new medications that are used. Um, there's a medicine that's called ivermectin that we use in some breeds of dogs. Uh, it's a little bit of a pain. You have to give it every day. Um, but there's a Another... Go ahead. <laughs> I said, that's okay. She likes cheese. <laughs> if it's oh, <okay."> hey. <laughs> hey, however it takes to get medication down animals. We figure out all these ingenious little ways. Now, there's also another medicine that I would probably mention, and it'd be one that if we've got localized areas, I'm not going to get too excited about using it. But for those dogs with Demodex, that we have it all over their body or we're having challenges getting rid of it. Um, there's a new medicine called Promeris, you know, and that's a topical. It's kind of like a flea tip type treatment. Um, but they have found that it's useful for demodex mites as well. But, you know, it sounds like your veterinarian's kind of got the right idea and heading you down the right path. The only thing I would make sure is that we're realistic that this is not going to go away fast. It can take many months to get demodex to really clear up. Um, and in the meantime, I'm going to make sure we're treating any infection that's there. So keep eyes okay. out for any kind of lumps, bumps, or little zits that you might see in those areas. That, and that might mean we need to get her on an antibiotic as well. Okay, so, but you say not use the Panalog cream. 
Nausea. I sure wouldn't, no. I mean, it has an antibiotic in it, which certainly could be helpful, but it's a greasy, oily-based, and I'm definitely not a fan of putting that on these type of areas. Um, there is a topical that we use sometimes at my office called Goodwinol ointment, and it is a um, different type of medication that actually is, is treated for these demodex mites. So you might ask about that in, in place of that uh, panelog and see if that is a little bit more helpful for you. Okay, also on the flyers that they gave me on Demodex, they said a diet adequate for tissue repair. Do you agree with that, or what could that be? I'm not sure what exactly they're getting with that, but that might just mean we want to maintain a good, healthy uh, pet. So we want to make sure we're not uh, maybe restricting calories for some dogs. You're making efforts on weight loss. So we want to make sure we maintain a healthy nutrition plane. So I think that's probably what they're getting at with that. So, And that just means we want to keep everything else in her life good and healthy and make sure she's a happy gal and um, that she can battle this. So it's kind of like a little kid fighting the flu or a cold. You kind of have to support them through. And that's the same thing with Demodex. So I, I, I think there's hope for you and for Annabelle. So give her a kiss for me and a good scratch behind the ear. This is Dr. Debbie. We're here at Animal Radio to field your calls about your pets. Give us a call, one 405 Bobby, what do you got coming up? Well, you know how people always say, you look like your dog. <laughs> I've got some research, scientific fact that could point to that and support it. That's coming up in the news. Wow. We actually did a contest a few years back where yes, we asked people uh-huh. to send, send in pictures. Yes. They do look like their dog. Yes. Isn't it spooky? Ooh, so what do I look like? <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about. www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with details. DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. 
Angel's Eyes Tear Stain Eliminator, the first tear stain product to be formulated for dogs and cats. Angel's Eyes is a permanent solution to tear stains working from the inside out. Angel's Eyes is added to your pet's food or water, preventing the stain before it can begin. Angel's Eyes is perfectly safe to use. It is made in the USA of USA ingredients containing no dyes or wheat. Angel's Eyes is 100% guaranteed when used as directed. See for yourself. Go to www.angeleyesonline.com and check out the results. Angel's Eyes will have your pet going from tear to clear in no time at all dogs or cats horse or emu animals are people too a tennessee high school senior who rode his horse to school was banned from graduation a dixon county student thought riding his horse to school would be a fun thing to do on the last day of class and with gas prices being what they are caleb anderson thought he might save a few bucks too School principal Ed Littleton denied the horse riding incident was the reason Anderson wouldn't be allowed to walk across the stage to get his diploma, but he admitted that it started with it. He refused to comment further on the incident. Anderson said everything was going fine until the principal started yelling and scaring his horse. His parents, who didn't object to his plan to ride the 12-year-old quarter horse to school, are now heartbroken. His mother, who works as a school secretary, said the punishment didn't fit the crime and described it as using a sledgehammer to swat a fly. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over $150 million of debt for people just like you. If you have over $12,000 of credit card debt, call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact. We help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Animal Radio, the whole dream team of experts here to answer your questions at 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. Vinnie Penn on the way. Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. Susan Sims with Phyto-Friendly Travel Talk. Uh, Bobby with news. She's working on a big Michael Jackson PETA story Mm -hmm. right now. Yes. Uh, Dr. Jim Humphreys, Britt Savage. And right now, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is answering your questions at 1-866-405-8405. We have Kirk on the phone. Hi, Kirk. Hi, how are you doing? Very good. Hi, Kirk. Thank you for calling. How can I help you? Well, I have two female dogs. Uh, one is a Jack Russell, and the other oh, one congratulations. is... I know. <laughs> a lot of work. Right. <laughs> they are. Okay. <laughs> they are. One is a Jack Russell, and the other one is a Bearded Collie Terrier Mix, and she's a sweetie. Uh, her name's Pepper. 
Okay. Uh, you're kind of looking for trouble, guy. You know, both of your dogs, both of your breeds, famous. Not because they're bad, but this is the type of the breeds who can be all day long, run in the field, or <laughs> across your room, just <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. And after looking at your eyes, panting and asking what we're going to do next. Uh-huh. That's the type of the two pets you have. Am I right? Well, uh, well, the, the a bearded collie is about nine years old now. So, uh, she's, so she's, she's pretty mellow right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. And the, and, so and what you is know, your question? Well, when they were, kid, when they were younger, because um, uh, 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 Pepper was our neighbor's dog, and so uh, she came to us when she was about like five years old or whatever. When, when Bambino was younger, they got along really well. They played, and, um, and Pepper could actually put uh, Bambina in her, in her mouth, and, and they could play back and forth. Now it's like... Um, as long as I'm doing something, like if I'm walking them both, they're pretty pretty good. Or if I'm riding my bike and, and they're running along. But as far as one sort of indoor and one sort of outdoor, and if I put uh, them together um, in one spot without you know watching them, they'll get enough to a fight. Okay, how bad is the fight? It's, it looks like it's it looks like it's you know, we never let it go far, far enough to find out. Okay, because you you always stopped. But yep. trust me, if they, if they really wanted to hurt each other, they would. So when you stop them, any stitches, any casualties? Um, there's been, like, you know, sort of blood on one of them before. You know, there's mm-hmm. been teeth marks and blood. And okay, and both of the males? Both females. Female, both females. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Fighting among the trainers, everybody knows. Fighting among females, among the bitches, is the worst in the world. Uh, yes. So fighting among, fighting among, the, among the boys would be not as bad as fighting among the females. But before they got along well, you said? Yeah, they used to, they used to play, you know, when, she, when Bambina was a puppy, she used to play a lot. But it's weird. It's like uh, they'll come, one will be outside, Pepper will be outside, and Bambina will be inside. And if they catch their eye um, at, the, at the glass door, they'll, 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 they'll like, like, you know, at, go, go at each other and, you know, like scratch the glass door mm-hmm. and everything else. Okay, Kirk. If they got along before, so they can get along again. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. Your dogs must live together. All must sleep together and be all the time together. How to do that? I would like to invest some money in two crates, not the plastic one, open one, and put them side by side. Make sure have a little dog bed inside of each of them. And I want to make sure you're going to replace, not replace, exchange those uh, doggy beds once in a while so they would use to each other, sleep on each other's scent. So they're going to be, crates needs to be side by side. And what I want to make sure, you're going to put good obedience training on each of them. How to do that? Make sure one dog is in the crate. You get another dog out of the crate. And uh, working really well through walking on the, on the leash using pinch color by company Herm Sprinkle, the only color I approve and the only color I endorse. It's made from steel, not from the wire. So you're walking that dog back and forth. Make sure the dog doesn't pull you. Make sure the dog is always looking at you. And how to do that? Very simply, if he goes ahead of you, make sure you have a slack, turn around, snap the leash. And after that, come back to the chosen to the chosen directions. Make sure every time when he do something else, not what you wanted him to do, you have to reverse direction in the opposite direction, and as you snap the leash. So you do this manipulation uh, for five ten minutes, and your dog will be walking with you through your house.
house as the angel. From that time you do sit and stay and come. After put that dog in the crate and do the same manipulation with the second dog. And after that, I want you do with two dogs together. Uh, working with two together, now they are worry about you more than worry about themselves. They're like two kids in trouble. Instead of now, you know, thinking about fighting with each other, they are becoming friends. They're creating alliance because both of them are in trouble. So I want you stop it, stop giving them love and affection. I want to stop uh, start giving them discipline and authority. Give them a little bit more cold cold shoulder. You know, uh, make sure don't give them undeserved attention. Dog training it's more dating. The, the more the more attention you give, the less you will get in return. This is the universal rules. Oh so yeah, it is. I know you, you already learned it in the hard way, Kirk. So this is what I want you to do: ignoring, no, no allow them jump on the furniture, no allow them approach to you, no allow them uh, sleep with you in your bed. Obedience. Uh, make sure supervision at any time anyone even thinking about doing something inappropriate. Use the soda can with the pennies and drop on the floor next to them as you make sharp noise. Ah! If you do proper obedience training from that time, your words will have more meaning. Or use an amazing device by name Pet Convincer. So it's an air spray, very effective one. So if they are showing a little bit distressed or wants to snap or wants to do something bad, you push the button, compressed air comes out with the sound just like that. One, comp one uh, convincing air blast, bad behavior in the past. Uh, it's not available now, but if you send me email, vladi at animalradio.com, I will let you know where to get it. I also would like to give you some free gift. Uh, there is a marvelous music CD is on the market, which is calming the dogs to the point they're just basically slipping. They don't want to even think about biting or chewing the people out of the house by name um, music, musicmypet.com. It's based on the special signals which the dog is receiving to calm them down. Musicmypet.com. All what you need to do, you need to send me quick email with your address, vladi at animalradio.com. And I'm going to send you that CD absolutely free, Kirk. Great. Now, how do you spell your how, how do you spell your name? So I know. Uh, very good. In the beginning, Caesar Milan. How to spell Caesar Milan? Nobody knew too. So now America knows how to spell Caesar Milan. But forget about Caesar Milan. He's the old news. Vlad is the new news. So America, <laughs> grab the pencil or pen and try to write it down. The Vladi's name because you're gonna hear about Vladi now a lot everywhere. Vladi spells V like Victor L. A, D like dog, E like Edward, Vladi. Vladi. All right. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. You wrong. misspelled your name wrong. Did he? Yeah. You yeah. misspelled your name. V L A D A E. Sorry, guys. V L A D A E. <laughs> you can email anyone at Animal Radio. Head on over to the website at animalradio.com, and we have links. So uh, if you have trouble spelling names, you know, they're. It's right there from the website. Talk to Vladi right now at 1-866-405-8405. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Welcome back to another installment of Party Animal with me, your host, Vinny Penn. I want to tell you kind of a 
A sad story. My daughter's in her second year of school. A young daughter named Stella, for those of you who have been following along. You know she comes up quite a bit in these. You were with us when we bought Stella her fish, Betty, not too long ago. Uh, when I walk Stella to school, there's a certain point where we have to cross the street. Because there is a dog... Uh, fenced in that barks like a son of a gun when you're even a block away from me. Terrifies her, so we always have to cross the street. Still makes him bark, but we have, crossing the street makes her feel safer. Now, I don't live far from the house I grew up in, and I know that this dog has been there for quite some time. I, I, I don't know the family personally, uh, but they don't live far from the, uh, the little convenience store in the area, so I've always been walking by this area. Well, recently we were going for a walk. Last couple of times, and she's been saying, you know, uh, let's cross the street, but we haven't been hearing the barking. Now, it took uh, really two times, I think. She noticed the first time, but by the second time, she said, you know, where is he? And I was afraid of the answer. The answer is not as grim as you're expecting. This isn't a very special episode of the party animal. But nonetheless, I said, well, let's go back over there. And then there, we, there he was. I don't know the dog's name. And he was there just not up to barking anymore. And I can tell my daughter at all of seven years, she's got her head wrapped around it. She's, well, why isn't he barking? Uh, and she looked over at the dog, and it's like she wanted the bark. And I said, you see, even barking can be missed. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The City of Angels recently made it mandatory for pet owners to spay or neuter their cats and dogs. Just weeks later, the L.A. Department of Animal Services General Manager Ed Box decided to cut the city's spay-neuter voucher program for low-income pet owners. That cost-cutting decision was met with an outcry not only from struggling pet owners, but from members of the L.A. City Council who questioned Bach's explanation. According to the L.A. Times, just two weeks after the decision was announced, the Department of Animal Services reversed itself and reinstated that voucher program. Hmm. Following up on the story of the number of dogs who died in this year's Iditarod race, the latest death toll has increased by one, bringing the total number to six. The latest death of a two-year-old female named Cirque came after that dog was loaded onto a flight from Shaktalik to Nome. An Iditarod spokesman said the plane encountered turbulence. It was forced to land, and it was then discovered that the dog had died. The five other dogs who died during the race had necropsies performed with mixed results. Two of the dogs, though, died as a result of pulmonary edema, and PETA has requested a criminal investigation to determine if charges of animal cruelty are warranted against any of the mushers in the race. On a lighter note, congratulations to Willie the Parrot. The Denver Red Cross awarded the Quaker Parrot their Animal Lifesaver Award. Willie's owner, Megan Howard, was babysitting a little girl named Hannah last November. Megan briefly left the room while the toddler was eating her breakfast and began choking. Willie the parrot jumped into action by repeatedly yelling, Mama baby, and flapping his wings and making a commotion. Megan rushed back into the room to find Hannah turning blue. She successfully performed the Heimlich maneuver. Hannah recovered, and Willie was recognized as a hero. Oh, wow. I know. How cool is that? I love it. I'm Bob. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. Animal Radio, 
celebrating our connection with our pet. We do it every weekend. 1-866-405-8405. Come celebrate with us. If you got a question about your pet, perhaps your dog is, is misbehaving, we have Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, with us. Vinny Penn on the way. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims with Fido Friendly Travel Talk. Bobby with news. She's working on a story about Michael Jackson and PETA right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, of course, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And I think we're going to go do that now. I know that also, before the end of the show today, we will have the results, finally. Finally. Yay! For, these I are the DNA wait. results for the... For Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua who's not a chihuahua. Um, we still may need well, You're to, saying that, assuming that that means she's not a chihuahua. I'm Confirmed. saying that. It's, well, we still <laughs> may need a hint? To, I can't say anymore. Yeah. <laughs> can't say anymore. This hour brought to you by Debt Settlement USA. Hey, seriously, guys, I want to talk just a second about this. I'm going to give you a number in just, just a second. We're all having financial troubles now, and there's there's a dime a dozen companies out there that say they can help you. And I want to tell you about this one, which I actually know people that are using this. one 551 7788 It's Debt Settlement USA. Are you writing this down, Bobby? I want to make sure you have this number, too. You know, that's not even subtle, Hal. Thanks. <laughs> I know it we're one eight eight. We're all in trouble now. A lot of everyone I talk to, at least one out of five, you know, if you're in the radio business, occasionally mm-hmm. use your credit cards. And you have to. If there's trouble with work, you know, you you use those mm-hmm. credit cards and you have to pay those back. I just found out. And you need some help. If yeah, you need you help, need give Debt Settlement back. USA a call. The number is one eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. One eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. Let's uh, let's go to the phones. We have Rena on the phones. Hi, Rena. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. What's up in your world? Okay, now I know you guys talk a lot about dogs. How about cats? Oh, all the time. In fact, you know, a lot of people say we're dog-centric, but we talk about whatever you want to talk about, and there just happens to be a lot of dog owners. Okay, let me tell you Absolutely. my Absolutely. <laughs> I uh, obtained a feral cat about nine years ago. The mother got killed, and we trapped all the kittens. They were kind of large kittens. They weren't, you know, full-grown or anything. They were still mm-hmm. kittens. I don't even recall at this point from nine years ago how I got her there and got her spayed, but um, I kept her in a room uh, for about a month because she was wild and then slowly let her get used to the house and slowly she started going in and out the dog door. Uh, You could not touch her, but she would come in and out and eat and everything and everything's been fine. And about two years ago, she really uh, became friendly and lovable, although she doesn't want to be picked up. And um, if she jumps up on the chair where I'm sitting, everything's fine. But if I go to pick her up, uh uh-uh. She still has all those tendencies. And um, she's been very healthy until, I'm going to say, about two months ago. She eats fine. She looks fine, the looks, unless you touch her, and she's very thin. You can feel so her. So what's going color. on with her then? Um, that I don't know. I tried to catch her to get her to the vet, and I, I got her picked up, go to put her in a cat carrier, and it's like fighting a lion. And oh dear. So what what's actually wrong with uh, uh, with your kitty? I didn't quite catch what the problem was. Uh, diarrhea. 
not okay. real bad. She'll come into the house, and if she lays and sleeps where she's been sleeping, it kind of leaks out. So oh, I know unpleasant. what she's eating is going through her. You can't handle her or, like, pick her up or give her medication. Not that any cat owner can really effectively give cat medication. <laughs> That's always the joke um, in the veterinary world. <laughs> you know, if it was some kind of tablet, maybe I could put it in some hamburger. Okay. All right. Uh, so she does eat for you? She comes into your garage and eats then? She comes in the house. You know, she, she comes does. in the house. She sleeps in the house, but she goes out the dog door. Uh, as for picking her up or trying to get her in a cat carrier to get her to a vet, I just couldn't do it. You know, it was a a battle. And I took another cat, and the vet said, well, it sounds like she has a parasite, but he wouldn't prescribe anything because I wouldn't bring her in. Without seeing her. Absolutely. And that's going to be a big problem we're going to probably run into here, is that as a veterinarian, we need to see the animal to really by law and by you know practicing good medicine to prescribe medications now that's not saying there aren't some things we can try and i, I applaud your efforts at trying to help this baby um because we just if we could just convince her that we want to help her um gosh wouldn't that make life easier so what we're going to have to do is kind of think outside the box a little bit and this is something some of us veterinarians have a little trouble with from time to time because we're so uh, doctor-like but i would like to try a couple things with her and these things can generally be either purchased without a prescription or through your veterinarian um, in a kind of a, a uh, joint effort. And a couple things that I would try, if you do have a litter pan inside that she does frequent, I would definitely like to get a sample and at least have that tested at the veterinary office because that may give us some important information on which direction we want to go. And then I would like like to try treating for some simple things because anything complicated, we can't help. And without having blood work or x-rays, we can't help those complicated things in this situation unless we trap her and catch her and get her to the veterinary office. But what I would ask you to try is, number one, is I'd like to try a probiotic for her. And granted that she eats for you at your um, in your home, we can add a probiotic as a powder form chew some really scrumptious food and then have her eat that and we'd like her to eat that daily and for many cats I'll put them on a probiotic for maybe a couple weeks maybe a month or more and it's a natural way to try to restore the healthy bacteria in the gut so that a lot of times for simpler diarrheas can kind of displace those bad bugs and restore things to a healthy situation the other thing I would see about doing is there are some dewormers that are over-the-counter or that you can get from your veterinarian maybe working with them and one would be the medication called fenbendazole and it's also known by Panicure um, in the, the veterinary line but that's something we can use to treat for some of the other types of kitty diarrheas assuming we might have a parasite of some sort so that would be something I would treat for about five days with after that, then we get a little complicated, and um, that may be a little harder unless we actually see about using some techniques of using the safe trap um, for stray cats, for feral cats, and getting your kitty into the veterinarian. So I think those might be a couple things we can try helping you out with, and hopefully for your little feral friend, um, that will help her as well. So good luck with that, and I'd love to hear if you're having any success with that. This is Dr. Debbie at Animal Radio. Give us a call here at 1-866-405-8405. Babies exposed to cats may have a higher eczema risk. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. 
Children who are exposed to cats soon after birth may have an increased risk of developing eczema, according to a study to be published by the American Thoracic Society. Being exposed to two or more dogs at home suggested a slightly protective, but not significant effect on the children's risk of developing eczema. The study included 486 children who had been followed since birth. The researchers asked the parents how many cats and dogs they had in the house at the time the child was born, and then they followed up one year later to see which children had been diagnosed with eczema. Of 134 children with cats in a household, 27.6 percent had eczema by one year of age. Compared to only 17% of children without cats, other studies have found that having cats or dogs in a home seems to be protective against allergic diseases. Pets are a source of a compound called endotoxins, and if children are exposed to endotoxins early in life, the immune system may be skewed away from developing an allergic profile. It's possible that the children in the study who developed eczema at age one might end up having a reduced risk of asthma or other allergic diseases later in life. Clearly, this is a topic that needs further research. You always hear that, don't you? For the Veterinary News Network, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys, reporting for Animal Radio. Animal Radio is being brought to you by the American Red Cross, providing you with information and training to protect the dogs and cats you love. For more information, visit redcross.org or petcentric.com. A proud supporter of the American Red Cross. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news: A local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org, or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you, so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is twenty-four dollars a year and is one hundred percent tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady, like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit pets911.com or call one triple eight pets nine one one. Hooray! For more information, go to pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. 
celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Hey, everybody. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio, where we talk about the travel and lifestyle for you and your furry best friend. And, you know, uh, personally, I love learning about the cars on the road that might be suitable for our family. And on the line is Bob Zeinstra with Toyota, and he's going to talk to us about the new Venza. Hi, Bob. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Susan. Glad to be here. Hey, listen, why did you decide to build a car dedicated to pet travelers? Well, you know, this car is the perfect car for an active boomer. Some people might call them empty nesters. That's me. And so we have a lot of uh, characteristics of the vehicle that appeal to that age. Somebody who likes easy loading, lots of safety features, and and we started to think, well, you know, that person also has a lot of pets, right? They don't have children anymore in the house, and so we need to take care of their pets too. So the features of the car plus the targeted owner of the car really came together to put the pet products uh, with the Venza. Well, I'll tell you, Toyota is a great car. We have a hybrid. It was my my dad's car to begin with, and Mm. we still get a lot of envious looks on the road. And it's not equipped for pets, however. So Mm -hmm. what makes the Venza the go-to car? How is it equipped for pets? Right. Well, we sell a number of uh, pet products along with the Venza so they can be purchased through the dealership and then factored into the financing of the vehicle. So things like uh, travel harnesses or quick connect tethers to get the dog in and out of the vehicle and keep them safe uh, while they're in it. As you well know, one of the keys is to keep the the pet from moving around too much right? while you're driving because they can cause accidents. We also have Mm -hmm. a a neat product from Kurgo called the Auto Zip Line. Uh, it is like a zip line, and so your pet can move back and forth between the left and the right side of the car. They like to look out of the window, uh, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't restrain them too much, but they're safe in a harness. And we've got carriers and pet barriers for, for large uh, dogs, say, in the back, uh, as well mm-hmm. as things like uh, seat covers or hammocks, uh, a lot of nice products uh, to keep the pet safe and also comfortable while they're in the vehicle. How many dogs can ride comfortably? I'm looking at it. It's a beautiful model, but what are we talking about? One Great Dane, two Labs, five Chihuahuas. What would be the safest guesstimate? We haven't tried to pile, you know, uh, X, <laughs> X number of uh, dogs into the car. But, you know, thinking about it, you could easily put two large uh dogs in the back of the Venza, and that's with the second row up, and they'd be very comfortable, and we'd probably suggest some sort of a barrier in case you had mm-hmm. to stop quickly, that the, the animal would stay in the back of the vehicle. And then you could have another two uh, in the second, uh, second row area, and you'd have them tethered in as well. Yeah, that sounds very spacious, much more than I would have guessed. So what what are we talking about retail value for the Venza? Well, the four-cylinder four is 25975 uh, and that's front-wheel drive. You can also get that in an all-wheel drive platform. And then there's a V6 uh, as well, and that's uh, 27800 for the front-wheel drive. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you can get that in an all-wheel drive as well. So it's very affordable. Uh, very luxurious, and your dogs and cats will like that as well. I love the idea being a, a boomer myself, my husband and I, and we do travel uh, quite a lot with our dogs, so this uh, this is really exciting to learn about. So I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. Oh, it's our pleasure. We're going to take a quick break, sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Animal Radio. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. The whole gang is here to answer your pet-related questions. And then even some... I know, Vladi, times are tough for all of us. You're actually starting to uh, deal with cats, too, is that it? You're going to be yes, training cats? Yes, yes. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I know all of us are, uh, well, most of us are in a little bit of trouble right now, especially with credit card debt. And this hour happens to be brought to you by Debt Settlement USA. So check these guys out. If you're having credit card debt, you have more than $10,000 worth of credit card debt, call this number. It's one 888 Five five one seven seven eight eight. I will be calling it after the show. One eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. It's Debt Settlement USA. One eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. Now, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, is here. He's answering your behavior questions. I believe we have. Is it John on the phone? Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Uh, hi, Vladdy. How are you? Uh, Good, John. Thank yes, you. Hello. Yeah, thank you for calling us. Uh, not a problem. I'm a relatively new listener to your show, and I love it. Oh, uh, thank you so much. It means I'm doing. Fabulous, I'm doing. <laughs> so my boss will tell me after the show. Good boy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He put in for a raise. Um, but uh, I, we have a. Uh, a brand new puppy in the house. It's a um, uh, a husky shepherd uh, lab mix. That wow! We got from the, yeah, that we got from the That's shelter. A little it's dog. Beautiful. Husky is the worst part out of those three. Go ahead. No. Okay. And uh, he uh, ball of joy, a uh, lot of energy. Uh, takes to training real well. He's almost housebroken. We've had him about two months now. But like the chew your uh, merchandise, yes. Yes, well, likes to chew anything. I can believe it. <laughs> I told you the husky is the troublemaker. That's the husky. Yeah. See, coming from a Malmute owner, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he likes they to terrorize the cat. Okay. So, um, but the, the problem is we got him to sit uh, on command, but we can't get him to come to us okay. by his name. I will address that thing, but you remind me like pedestrian who cross uh, who cross the street, pay attention to the bicycle and don't see the big bus approaching from your left. I would like you to focusing. Yeah, I will address that calm. Calm command is easy, as a matter of fact. Uh, sure. Judy, look at me too, <laughs> yeah. because she has a problem as well. I got that problem. Judy will pay me for that. I go, I will, as soon as we get done, I got to train your uh, chihuahua. Why couldn't get a real Okay, we'll talk to you after that. Okay, so hey. let's talk about let's talk about your chewing things because that's the concern me. Remember, John. I mean, the chewing is a in Russia we say from love to the hate, just one step. So many people adore love those pets. They start to chew them out of their house and they just end up with shelters. I'm serious right now. So I want to help you on the chewing. Let's with fix chewing first. I would like you to do chew discriminative method. What are these? Uh, dog will decide what he likes to chew, what he doesn't. Basically, I would like you to pick out of your household maybe five, seven items. He, had, he loves to chew, which he is not supposed to. And I also okay. would like I would like you to pick um, five, six toys, which you would like him to chew on. Make sure it should be not play toys. It should be chew toys. When I 
talk right. about the chew toys. I'm talking about uh, something would be safe and durable, like nylon bones, real bones. Um, uh, let's say bull sticks. You know what the bull sticks means? Uh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. a it's uh-huh. a bull bull bull. Uh, like the rawhide. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. The rest of the people can close their ears right now because it's also it's a, a bull's penises. They comes in the different shape and size. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who knew that? Okay, you knew that. Size shape matters. And size. Yes. Shape really. Yeah. Size matters. Size matters. It does to puppies. Okay. So what I want you to do, I want to put on the floor the things which you want him to chew, and uh-huh. I would like you to put on the floor which you don't want him to chew, like with attitude, make my day instead of hiding the items, like some trainers will suggest. Oh, just avoid this. Just avoid that. No. Bring it up. Right. That's my approach. Is so spray on the items which you don't want him to chew. The product by name, uh, bitter apple is not going to work in your case. Try hot no chew product. Will work really wonderful. Where do you get that? Is it a store? Uh, you can store? Google Google hot no chew. Oh, I'm I'm going to come up myself soon with a very great product as well with some holistic doctor. But so far this is the great product. Hot no chew. Spray on the items which you would like to protect enough. After that, this is the very important. And everyone who is hearing right now and telling me, oh, we try everything, nothing works. My Labrador Retriever likes that I, likes that uh, uh, bitter apple or another bitter sprays. Let me tell you people how make it, how make your dogs not to like it. Spray on one item very liberally and make and touch the dog lips. Okay? Forcefully, put this item and touch the lips. You have to do up front strike. Whatever you do it, Start with the strong, and after that, down it, uh, just smooth it down. In other words, let the dog taste it, and after that, he will approach to those items and uh, smell them, and he, in his brain, he's going to compare the scent of those, of that uh, chew deterrent with the bad taste he experienced before. And he's going to pick his stuff. So once he starts to chew his stuff, you will be very happy with him. And if he grabs the wrong stuff, you just clap your hands, uh, just... She stops it. You give him the right toy, and he's going to be happy about that. Now, regarding right. calm, it's so simple. Just get to your hardware store, hardware store, and get the cotton line or clothes line, like no thicker than the shoes lace. Uh, get eight foot uh, food. Attach that piece, just cut that piece, attach to the dog's uh, uh, collar, and five, six times per day say, Maggie, come. If the Maggie doesn't pull her, she comes, give her treats. Do five, six times, gradually cut this rope. You will be just, you know, in the way to, to get it to the perfect way. If you have any questions more, email me, vladi at animalradio.com. Vladi at animalradio.com. When the Vladi talks, everyone is listening. Sorry. 1-866-405-8405. That number is open all week long, so you can get your questions answered and your answers questioned. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we do it here, okay? Oh, and I love that we're in Guam now. Hello! Oh, yes. Uh, shout out. Hello, big shout out to Guam. <laughs> I do not speak Guamanian, I'm sorry. Oh. That's all I got for you. is Animal Radio Network.
It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Judy and I have swapped duties. She now has the sling and the studio stunt chihuahua what slash wonder dog. My turn to babysit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I get my turn, though. She's pretty heavy. I mean, if you want to, Doc. Here, take well, over, this take is Aunt over. Debbie here. I mean, take it over. Take it, take it over. Here you go. Weedo's going to bring, okay. bring her over there. There you go. Pretty heavy dog, here. huh? You know, she, look how content she is in my arms. What, what <laughs> she is, she, she should stay with me. Uh, <laughs> no. hey, That's weird. Check that out. Take my dog. <laughs> I guess we're uh, having enough fun here with Ladybug. Um, and I think we have some new callers on the line. Uh, is this Diane? I understand. Yes, it is, yeah. Well, hi, this is Dr. Debbie. What can I do for you today? Well, I took my dog in. I've got a um, 13-year-old English setter, and she was overdue for um, an annual physical. So it's been a couple years. But uh, one of the reasons why we brought her in is, is she's never a problem, but she's moving a lot slower. So the vet said, um, do you mind if I do the uh, heartworm and Lyme's t- uh, blood work? And I said, well, sure, why not? You know, we're already spending the money for the vet visit. So okay. we did, and she turned up positive for Lyme's. And, okay. um, and the thing is, is that um, she's never been overweight. As a matter of fact, she was getting thin. So I started feeding her extra, and she stayed thin. And but you know, being thirteen, she's moving slower and stuff. But just caught me by surprise. So um, mm-hmm. she put her on uh, doxycycline, and it's been two days. So she's seems to be perking up a little bit. But that raised a lot of new questions. Like um, I, I, I didn't realize it was a Lyme's vaccine, and mm-hmm. I also went on the net and read that um, this is going to stay with her. You know, she'll never totally get rid of it, or or what, or you know. So okay. I don't know what to do from here. Okay. Um, is she having actual limping then, or is she just slow moving? She's moving slow, but uh, you were. it looked like she was actually, you know, sometimes losing her step, you know, or, you know, thinking okay. twice, you know, thinking twice about getting up, you know. So, you know, it's like, wow, you're, you're, you're starting to slow down really fast, you know, so... Aww. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we can't blame that on age so much. If we have a diagnosis, um, that's great, and that gives us something to, to fight and to work with. And, and and for dogs, Lyme disease, we can see it affect different systems, but we remember that it's a bacterial disease that's passed by ticks. So um, this tick bite could have been eons ago um, when a dog is actually exposed to the disease. And uh, commonly we'll see it like the arthritis, the achiness, the painful joints. Um, sometimes we'll see you know, kidney problems as well. Um, and I guess the one thing you said as far as I was very happy to hear that they were doing some regular screening for that. And that's actually become more commonplace with heartworm testing and Lyme disease testing. And I didn't ask what state you were in. I'm in New Hampshire. And surprisingly enough, as I was waiting for my appointment, it said one in 10 dogs is showing up positive for Lyme. Mm-hmm. One in yeah. 10. I said, that's really high to me, you know. So, um, and but the thing is, it's like this is a yard dog who never leaves the yard, and we're living in the city, so it's like, what? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this still can happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I guess now, so. mm-hmm. 
And, and you had uh, mentioned that she's on a course of antibiotics, and, and most yep. dogs we will treat for a couple weeks or even a month at a time to, to help treat active disease. Now, once that's done and once we're over, most dogs will be free of disease from from um, from that point forward. There are some dogs, though, that will have a reoccurrence down the road and mm-hmm. can have a relapse, if you will. Um, but now there's a little bit of a distinction here because once a dog is positive for Lyme disease, they will test positive for a long time. So it's not as simple as retesting her in a month or two months. She's going to have that uh, what we call seropositive uh, test for months to maybe even years. So in that sense, yeah, she's going to still test positive. So you may always be a little uneasy whether or not um, if she's having issues, if it is actually that. So this Um, vaccine they have out now, is is that something that she should have or... um or now that she's had it, she, does she have the immunities? Or It's believed that once they have the disease that they're protected, take heed and use protection for your pets. This is Dr. Debbie at Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Radio, 1-866-405-8405, toll free, or check out the website. You can ask your questions right from the website. And this week, your animal can try out Lucky Dog Cuisine. Now, we do this every week. We let them try out a new item. At first, this was just for Ladybug. She could try out all this stuff. We got an onslaught of stuff delivered here. We decided, why not let the listeners, the guardians, and their pets try things out? Of course, you got to report back to us. Yes. You can find out more at the website about this week's giveaway of Lucky Dog Cuisine and try it out. Let us know if you enjoyed it as much as we do. Well, as much as we do. And my dogs aren't a good candidate. (laughs) Well, they should actually try this stuff. I'll tell you that right now. We tried this, you know, of course. Ladybug, let's just say she likes... She's she's a little bit finicky. Okay? Just a little, she, yes. She, she likes certain foods. We tried her on this. It was delivered to our studios in uh, dry ice because it is a frozen food without preservatives in it. I mean, it's cooked in a kitchen days before, and she tried it. Now we can't get her back to the uh, to the old food that no, she was she on. No, she won't touch it. Yeah, she oh, loves it. Maybe maybe it'll turn my dogs off of the the dog poop and the the twigs, and uh, it'll turn them around. <laughs> you can try it out. All yourself. right, visit the website. Learn a little more at LuckyDogCuisine.com, and we'll link to that from AnimalRadio.com. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, DNA results. Yeah, the saga continues. Since September, (laughs) the longest-going radio bit in pet radio history, (laughs) right here on Animal Radio. (laughs) That's all on the way right now we have. Are we going to four or three? We're going to three with Richard, right? Is it Richard? Hey, Richard, how you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Where are you today? I'm in Kansas City. You are on with Dr. Debbie. Hi, Dr. Debbie. Thanks for taking my call. Well, sure thing. What do you got going on? I have a year and a half old Shih Tzu that uh, has been treated for, is being treated for uh, allergy because he he, he scratches uh, Mm -hmm. periodically. And and we've tried all kinds of uh, medicated shampoos. we tried medicines. He's on medicine called hydroxyzine, uh, okay. and nothing seems to be rectifying the problem. And so, so we we give him a bath once once a week, but on the fourth or fifth day, uh, because he's 
uh, biting himself or, or trying to, uh, I guess, give himself some comfort, he begins an older. And someone told me about a product called uh, Dynavite or something of that magnitude, and I just wanted to know if you uh, were aware of that, if, if you have tried that or any of your patients have tried that and if they got any relief. You know, um, I guess the as far as in product endorsement, I'm not a huge fan of Dynavite, but I think because when we're talking about allergies and scratching and itching, there's so many different issues we got to look at. And I think the biggest thing for what you're describing in a young dog, who's definitely in a breed where we talk about allergy, um, being allergy prone, um, I really would want to make sure we're not missing something there. Uh, because some pets will have either skin mites or yeast infection, bacterial infections, things that can go on, especially when you say there's an odor that goes away and then comes back after the bathing, um, that if we just treat it by as an allergy by itself, um, we're, we're only treating part of things, and we're not going to likely address that full itch. So I'm going to say, eh, Dynavite, I'm not going to call that a, a magic cure for your situation. I'd really want to see about um, making sure we're checking out that skin for those potential problems, check for mites, and, and maybe do what we call an impression smear where we look to see what's growing on the skin surface, and we look that under the microscope and look for all those neat things that get vets also excited. Um, <laughs> but being, being a young dog, the other thing that I'd really want to do is to make sure we try a food trial because a young dog who's scratching, and I mean young meaning maybe between six months to two years, a dog that's scratching and itching and fighting allergy signs, it makes good sense to go on a hypoallergenic diet for about two months. And because that is so common as a cause of itching and what we'd call allergy signs in a young dog. And going on that hypoallergenic diet would be something I would try well before I'd start adding in supplements and things, you know, outside of the diet um, and go that route. That would be one, one of my very first things. Check that skin out and uh, uh, and then try the diet change. How, what kind of food is she eating right now? Uh, right now he's on uh, a dry uh, dog food and uh, we, we've had him on canned food. We've had him on uh, food out of the pouch. I believe that this is a... Um, I'm trying to see what the name of this is. It, it's a pure lamb product because it was, they, they had us to take him off of, of chicken. Uh, this is just a, a, the pedigree product. Okay. And, you know, I'm not going to bash any major food brands either, but there are certain dogs that we just really have to get away from certain ingredients. So there are diets that are on what we call a novel protein diet, so things that might be new to them, uh, like fish and potato-based diets. Um, they're actually, believe it or not, kangaroo-based diets for pets when we're dealing with food allergy. So I might say walk away from the general pet food store, talk to your veterinarian about maybe getting on a specialty food that's going to be a little bit more expensive, but if it can avoid those costly medicines and shampoos and all the ongoing vet bills, then it's well worth it in the long run. So I would say that would be a good investment to put into um, your little guy right now and see if that helps things out. So uh, put the uh, supplements on the shelf and let's see if we can get down to the core what causes these allergies and what causes these pets to smell and have the constant itchies. And uh, this is a seasonal problem, so we're going to have a lot of doggy calls about the old allergy and itching thing. I'm ready. This is Dr. Debbie at one 405 8405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
Hey, it's Vinny Penn, your resident party animal, welcoming you back for yet another installment. Want to tell you a story. I, I, it seems like everybody seems to know this thing that dogs can't eat chocolate. And whenever it comes up this time of year, you know, or, or throughout the year, hey, be careful, don't let your dogs eat chocolate, this and that. I'm reminded of the time my, like, 10-pound schnauzer cruiser, who you all must know by now if you're fans of the party animal segment, uh, ate my entire Easter basket from a girlfriend uh, about 15 years ago or so. Entire basket. Uh, shiny aluminum foil and everything. Peeps. Uh, peanut butter filled eggs. Marshmallow filled eggs. Whole basket. Maybe even some of that green straw kind of in the nest. Maybe even some wicker. He could A cruiser could have taken down some wicker. Uh, and he didn't die. Uh, I, I don't want to tell you, hey, go out and feed, it, it, it's it's urban myth, go out and feed your dog chocolate. But Cruiser took down an entire basket that weighed more than him, a mini schnauzer. Yeah, he was lethargic at the end of the day, but I think that's mostly because he was high on the chocolate and just was crashing, crashing like crazy. Needless to say, uh, looking out uh, at the lawn, for the next couple of nights was interesting because it looked like there was buried treasure everywhere. Shiny gold doubloons in his bowel movements all over the backyard. But uh, guard that Easter basket. Guard it with your life. And not to save your dog's life, but just to save your chocolate-covered marshmallows. Vinny Pad, party animal on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hello, this is Don DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets. They'll always love you back. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Janiflora for pets. A safe and effective probiotic formula for your furry four-legged family member. Janiflora for pets. Helps control yeast and candida. Strengthen the immune system. Improve digestion. Regulate bowel movements. Give your pet the gift of good health. Janiflora for pets. For more information, call toll-free 1-800-498-6640. That's 1-800-498-6640 for Janiflora. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. 
Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We've settled over $150 million of debt. Call right now for a free consultation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. Call 1-888-551-7788. It's Animal Radio, one 405 8405 celebrating our connection with our pets. We're all a little bit of germaphobes here. Vlade and... Yes. Stay away us. from me. Yeah, what's the deal there? You stay in your booth over there. I'll tell you that right now. You're sick. <laughs> oh. Oh. Where's my lights off? So yeah, spray that microphone when she's done there. You, uh, I guess this karaoke party that you're going to be at, you're not going to be at, are you? I don't know. I was kind of hoping I'd go for the deep, sultry voice with the sore throat I had yesterday, but uh, it's already wearing off, so... You can sing all the Barry White songs. (laughs) I don't generally sing much. You probably don't want to hear me sing. (laughs) That's why I went into veterinary medicine. I would like to give you my quick suggestion, doctor. Just have a a traditional Russian recipe for the Uh the sore throat. No vodka. No vodka. No vodka. No vodka, guys. Really? Coconut oil. Coconut Coconut oil is an amazing thing. It's a natural antibiotic. The guys back in Russia put it on some private part before they have some type of inappropriate relationship. And they are. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really strong stuff. Uh, What are you supposed to do when you have a cold? You're supposed to drink it or. No, just have a one tablespoon and just swallow it. Oh. It's even prevent sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I need. I I I think we're going to medical calls for pets, aren't we? Who do we have here on the line? Is that Kenny? Yes. Well, hi, Kenny. This is Dr. Debbie, and we're going to talk pets. Hey, Dr. Debbie. How are you? I'm doing super. You guys guys are so funny. (laughs) God bless you, Kenny. And uh, tell uh, Vladimir that I'll talk slow with my accent, but he talks too fast with his. Does he? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Look, Dr. Debbie, first off, we have 25 animals. They're all, all of them are rescue or special needs animals. And we're getting ready next Friday to add two more. I don't know if, uh, okay. You must have a lot of land, I'm assuming, for all these babies. We've got a lot of land and we've got a big house. Yeah, oh, so, very uh, good. We've got, we've got uh, let's see, we've got fourteen cats and eleven dogs right now. Wow! And yeah, and we're adding two miniature Australian shepherds. Wow! Ooh. Well, I guess your yeah. dogs have a lot of exercise, you know, to, to chase all those cats. That's what you're telling. Uh, <laughs> hey, that, that's a good way to give a dog exercise. I, I believe uh, it. I believe it. Why, why hell you look at me like that? <laughs> uh, we have to be cat friendly here. Okay. So, so your new pets you're adding in, and uh, what are their special needs? Okay, they're right now they're four weeks old miniature Australian shepherds. The lady bred two Merrells. Okay, Uh-oh. these are the, yeah, these are the, uh, uh, what they call the lethal whites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one is deaf and blind, 
and the other one is death. Okay? I've, okay. I've done a lot of research on the Internet, and I find books, but I can't find anything dealing with a blind and deaf dog. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to back up a, just a moment because you mentioned something. I don't know if everyone knows what a merle is. When we're talking about some of the breeds that have the merling, it's kind of that marbling color that they have. And with two merles, when they're bred, that's an absolute no-no. And that creates a, a lot of different genetic uh, problems with blindness, deafness. Um, so that's where that comes from. And it can be a special challenge to work with pets that have both blindness and deafness, but there are some ways that we can intervene and help them as they're growing. And, and I'll probably let Vlade jump in if he has anything at the end here. But the big thing that I always recommend folks that um, have dogs that have both blindness and deafness is um, it's nice to have a buddy dog for them um, that is hearing and is uh, does have their sight. Um, so you have plenty of pets there. It would be definitely good to kind of raise them with one that can be their buddy dog. Um, and the important thing is um, a lot of dogs can do wonderful with these handicaps. Um, the big thing is we want to make sure we keep their um, their exposures favorable. We want to try to avoid bad experiences because those are really hard to undo in a dog that can't see and can't can't hear and kind of get their bearings. Um, you basically, when you're training these babies, we need to keep in mind different things that they're going to pick up. They're going to pick up touch and they're going to pick up smell. So um, as we're trying to train them to do bathroom elimination, we want to kind of make sure we think about what kind of substrate they're stepping on. And I know a lot of folks that will have um, blind and deaf dogs and they will actually use like AstroTurf to be like right by the door so that the pet will know that cue, the feel of AstroTurf. That means we're going to go outside to the potty area. So that kind of helps enable that training um, as well as using uh, sense to kind of help give them that cue where things are. Um, but I think some of those things, if you keep those in mind, and you're probably going to have to keep the babies a little bit separate from the whole herd just so that they're not startled by, um, you know, the different uh, 25 other animals coming flying at them. Yeah, because that'll be a big thing. I don't know, Vlade, do you have anything to add here? You know, you you said everything absolutely right, and I totally agree. Nothing really to add unless uh, Kenny has some specific question. No, not really. I just I wanted to know, you know, about... I want to get off on the right foot with these guys, you know, mm-hmm. and and you were talking about a guide dog. We have three female dogs that are good candidates, you know, for being, you know, I guess you would call it their guide dog. Kenny, yeah, we, yeah. they will work it out. Don't worry about that. Uh, yeah. The rest of the dogs will send uh, this handicapped dog, and they will give him um, attention, um, appropriate attention. It's very rarely when they will attack or do something bad. So he's under protection of the natural law. So I think you will be just fine. And the Dr. Debbie put you in the right car and you're driving right now in the right direction. Hey, Kenny, I like your accent. Your accent is, looks like it's almost as good as mine. What state you are calling us from? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm in Pennsylvania now, but I live in Mississippi. Ah, so it's not far away from Michigan. That's why you have the, <laughs> the yeah, same yeah. route. We're, we're on the opposite end of the country. Yeah, that's okay. His geography is a little, a little off on the continent. That's okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's Thank much you for closer than California. Anyway, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team. We're celebrating our connection with our pet. We do it every weekend. If you're brand new, well, welcome. 
If you've been listening for a while, yeah, hey, thanks for sticking around. Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Vinny Penn, best-selling author, hasn't canceled his contract with Animal Radio. He's still going to be on Animal Radio now that he has a best-selling book. Very excited about that. Animal communicator Joy Turner. She'll be talking to your pets whether they're alive or they've passed. Hey, we do it all here at Animal Radio, okay? You may not believe, but it makes the phones ring. Susan Sims with Fido Friendly Travel Talk, Dr. Jim Humphreys, Britt Savage, and Bobby, what do you got coming up? Well, you know how people always say, you look like your dog. <laughs> I've got some research, scientific fact that could point to that and support it. That's coming up in the news. Wow. We actually did a contest a few years back where yes, we asked people uh-huh. to send out. Send in pictures. Yes. They do look like their dog. Yes. Isn't it spooky? This hour of Animal Radio is brought to you by Debt Settlement USA. Yeah, I know. You're hearing a lot of debt settlement commercials these days. It's, uh, it's a pretty big topic. Economy, yes. It is. And there's a few of them that I, I, I know friends have tried, some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. And if you're really... So scary. Yeah, there really yeah. is some very scary ones. You have to be careful. But I'm going to go ahead and recommend these guys, not only because they're a sponsor, but I actually have friends that are using these guys to get their debt together. Mm-hmm. If you have over $10,000 worth of credit cards and you're in trouble... And a lot. Don't be afraid to admit it. That's the way I am. And I know, Judy, that's the way you are, whether you admit it or not. Bobby, I'm (laughs) I'm thinking we're all in radio. We're using our credit cards right now. We are, therefore, in debt. Here's the phone number. 1-888-551-7788. Write that down. You may not want to call them today. But write it down so that a week from now you can say, you know, Hal was talking about that. I'd like to call them. Just find out what they're about. At least call and find out. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. No obligation. 1-888-551-7788. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Uh, Right now, time for Animal Communicator Extraordinaire. That's Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm marvelous, Hal. How's your world? Uh, You know what? I always get excited for this time of the show. And I'm ready ready for you to talk to some animals. I understand we have Robert on the phones? Yes, that's correct. You're on with animal communicator Joy Turner. Hi, Hi Robert. How are you doing? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm fine. Good. Who can we talk to for you today? Well, I have Rosie the parrot. In fact, I was just petting her, and then she turned around and bit me and said, hey. She says, fine. What is it you think you want to know? Uh, well, she's a, she loves me, and I can pet her all the time. And when my wife feeds her, she picks up the bowl and throws it at her. And my wife, she uh, well, when my wife feeds her, she picks her bowl up and throws it at my wife. I'm the only one that can feed her or get near her. And when people come in, uh, she puts her head down like she wants them to pet her, and then she bites them and says, ha-ha. Okay, she says, first of all, there's two different things that are happening here. One is she thinks that you belong to her. Okay. So obviously if you belong to her, you can't belong to any other female Okay. So this is why she's not so crazy about your wife, because she sees that your wife competes for your attention and your time, and she's not crazy about that. Oh, I can understand that, because uh, anytime a wife gets near me and I'm near her, she bites me. Yes, because you're being unfaithful to her. You oh, see, I see. She's seeing you as her mate. Oh, I understand that. Okay. And so if you give your attention to your wife, she feels that you're cheating on her. Okay. So she takes that out on you because you're being unfaithful and you should know better than to do things like that. Okay. (laughs) That's a tough one because um, 
as I understand, parrots typically mate for life. Okay. So, and they're very long-lived, so she's going to think that you're her mate forever. No, that's okay. I mean, I love this bird. I never thought I would. I bought her for my mom. I really like this bird a lot. <laughs> Good. Well, she says she actually prefers you over your mom anyway. She's a very intelligent bird. Yes, she is. I mean, every morning she hollers, Rob, I love you. Come here, give me a kiss, and all this stuff. Every morning. Wow. Wow. I love this, this bird. <laughs> yes. I need to get myself one of those birds. Oh, this bird is, <laughs> this bird is a super intelligent. I mean, and once she hears me in the morning, she has, Rob, come here. Give me a kiss. And I go over there and she goes, I love you, baby. Wow. Well, Rob, you're, you're a very lucky guy. I hope, I hope this helps you out a little bit, though. I think it does. I think you already <laughs> talked to your bird, though. I think you already communicate very well with your bird. I talked to her. She's sitting there staring at me now. Okay. Thank you very much for your help, Joy. You're welcome. If you want to contact Joy Turner, head on over to her, her website, joyturner.com. Of course, you can talk to her weekly here at one 405 8405 because she's on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Neighbors in Chester Township, New Jersey, were shocked to see what SPCA officials call the worst case of animal neglect they've ever seen. In the million-dollar suburb of Morris County, investigators found 80 cats and one dog living in a home on Farm Road. SPCA spokesman Matthew Stanton described one room with at least two feet of feces and an unbearable stench of urine throughout the million-dollar home. Million dollars. SPCA... Yeah, million dollars. It's like it doesn't it doesn't matter how nice the neighborhood is, folks. Mm-hmm. SPCA officials who wore protective masks transported 20 cats to a vet, went back a day or two later to remove the rest. The SPCA says the homeowner will likely face some charges. And the self-proclaimed king of pop, Michael Jackson, is on PETA's top 10 we don't like you list which doesn't really exist, exist. that's just the lead. The animal rights organization (laughs) is, however, criticizing the singer's use of exotic animals in his upcoming concert series. Jackson's attraction to exotic animals is well known. He even had a zoo at his Neverland estate in California. Sadly, when the pop star fled the country after being acquitted in a child molestation trial, he abandoned those animals. Now PETA is lashing out at Jackson, saying, quote, exotic animals belong in Africa, not the O2 arena in London. These wild animals are deprived of everything that is natural and important to them when they are forced to perform under stressful conditions, end quote. And the San Francisco Gate says there is indeed truth to the suggestion that pets resemble their owners. Thanks to a couple of UCSD researchers right here in San Diego, a new report in the journal Psychological Science says in a test of matching photos to owners, the correct pick was made two-thirds of the time. The team of 28 judges were able to easily match photos of owners and purebreds, but found little or no resemblance between mutts and their owners. Researchers, researcher Nicholas Christenfeld said, quote, when you pick a purebred, you pick it specifically because of how it's going to look as a grown-up, end quote. He added that he believes people who own mixed breeds are more spur of the moment when choosing pets. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. 
Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over $150 million of debt for people just like you. If you have over $12,000 of credit card debt, call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact. We help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie is on the way. She's answering your vet medical questions. She is the Animal Radio vet. A lot of people ask, they say, you know, she's on the air every week. Do you actually take your animals there? And she she is our veterinarian, and that's how we met her first. She'll be answering your questions. Also, Vinnie Penn on the way. Also this hour, results finally... I think, yeah. for the big DNA, nah. who's your daddy <laughs> contest for uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua. And I guess we can't call her the studio stunt chihuahua anymore. Uh, let's just call her the studio wonder dog. And she gets to test everything that comes through here. She expects UPS to drop a toy off every day, at least. Oh, UPS guy's the <laughs> best friend now. Occasionally, yeah. we get uh, food samples here. People want us to talk about their food, so they'll send us food samples, and we'll, uh, we'll try them out on the dog. And she, and let, but let me tell you, by the way, she is extremely she, finicky. She is very, very yes. finicky. She's picky. And yes. even more finicky is me. I, I of course, don't want uh, to be trying anything out that I don't want my dog to be eating. Yeah. See how I call it my dog now? Yeah, I know. You, you <laughs> think you're taking her, but she's my Convenient. dog. A lot of these foods that you go out and you buy, if you, if you head into Walmart and you get a bag of food or any of the canned food, they'll have meat byproducts in them, which is like the stuff... We wouldn't eat, so they throw it in for the dogs. Mm -hmm. They'll have what they call 4D animals. These are dead, dying, diseased, or disabled animals. And they're allowed. They're legally allowed at pet food. Good. Uh, Rendering, meat meal, all kinds of stuff you just don't want in your food. And so when we got a... Actually, we heard about this company called Lucky Dog Cuisine. And they wanted to ship us a sample, but they wanted to do it... uh, on dry ice because their food is made fresh in a, in a smaller kitchen mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. it, sh- it goes right to your freezer. No preservatives. And you have to heat it up. So I figured, why not try it? You know, at least see what it's about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if not anything, uh, uh, we have a week's worth of food for uh, Ladybug that looked like Or some, for you, Hal. Or for me. <laughs> and if that, it cooks and it smells good. Hey, I got to tell you, it. there's some truth to that, and we'll find out a little bit about mm-hmm. that in just a second. It is actually very good-looking food that you can eat because it's made in a smaller kitchen. I decided to find out a little more about it, so we got the doctor on who's created this food, Dr. Janice 
Or she she wants to be called Dr. Janice. Dr. Janice Ellenboss is her name, full name, but we'll call go ahead and call her Dr. Janice. Hi, Doctor. How are you doing? Hi, I'm great, Hal. I'm always so excited to hear uh, how much you enjoy our food. It's wonderful. Well, it's not not so much me as it is Ladybug. <laughs> yes, goes it crazy. is, Hal. Do not lie. After we tried the samples, we couldn't get her to go back to any other food. So no. we have decided oh. to uh, make this her diet. This is a Ladybug's official diet from Lucky Dog Cuisine. She gets frozen packets of food that you send her that you make in your kitchen there. Well, you know, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this was because I had so many people asking me what I fed my dogs, and I am so excited. I, I said, I think it's my Eastern European background. I love feeding people and dogs, so it's wonderful. Every time I see things and people and dogs eating, it makes me really happy. It's exciting. It is, and you know, I like to cook for my animals if I can, but I just don't have the time in the day, and essentially what you've done is you, you've cooked for them, and you have to deliver this stuff on dry ice. It has to go right to the freezer, and I thought that was going to be expensive, but really, when you consider the price of uh, premium canned food or buying these ingredients yourself and cooking them, it's really very comparable. It, it is, and, and I know that people's time is important as well, and I figure if you're going to not have time to cook for yourself these days with everybody racing around, they're not going to have time to cook for your dog. So if you have something that you have in the freezer that you know is good for them, and you can um, open it up and, and pop it in the microwave and give them a nice wholesome meal, I think that's extremely rewarding. So what type of flavors do you make? We have four flavors currently, and I'm always looking for new ways of, of introducing new flavors. Uh, but we currently have a ground beef and rice recipe that has uh, ricotta cheese in it. I always have to think of what has what in it. <laughs> and it has uh, peas and carrots and uh, flaxseed meal and, and other good things like olive oil, and, and that one has wheat germ in it. And then the other recipe is a ground beef and barley recipe that has yogurt, and then we have a uh, ground beef with whole wheat pasta, which I use cottage cheese with that one, Mm -hmm. and always trying to vary the the protein forms, the calcium forms, the carbohydrate sources. A good varied diet is extremely important. It would be like you. If you only ate breakfast cereal and that's it, for the rest of your life, you're not getting a variety of textures and and nutrients that, that work well together. And the last recipe we have is a turkey and brown rice recipe also. None of them have preservatives. None of them have preservatives. There's no additives. There's no fillers. There's no no binding agents. There's absolutely nothing in there that you couldn't eat yourself. You know, and people make food. They don't know what they're doing. You're not going to get the proper nutrients. I don't care if you throw in meat and vegetables. It really is a science. There is a science. And yeah, you can study this. Guesswork. There yeah. is. You there shouldn't be is. guessing. Well, I've had, as, as a chiropractor, I have a four-year clinical nutrition background. And I also adjusted dogs and horses for many, many years. So I was always talking with vets. And we were always ex- exchanging information and tips on, on how to keep your dogs healthy. And because I was a chiropractor, I was involved with a a lot of very holistic vets and people used acupuncture and all these wonderful things and this was 15 20 years ago when it was really considered unusual so uh, we we certainly had a great foot in the door of developing products with a lot of uh, varied uh, input from a lot of different sources so I was really excited to do that and it does it does require a lot of thinking and a lot of planning to make sure that we have calcium and protein combinations that are correct for your dog Okay, well, I'm going to give out the website so you can learn a little bit more. It's www.luckydogcuisine.com. 
And, of course, we'll link to it from the front of AnimalRadio.com. LuckyDogCuisine.com. You can learn a little bit about the food, the pricing, how it's delivered, the whole deal. And you can even call and get your questions answered with Dr. Janice, who's our guest right now. The food is Lucky Dog Cuisine. And I'm just looking because we just we just fed a bowl to Yay. Ladybug, and she just finished it. And we look over. It's it. empty. Well, we wonder did, did we did we yes. actually feed her yet? Because the bowl she really does swallow it down very fast. It is the official dog food of Animal Radio now. Doctor Janice, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you. It was certainly a pleasure, and a happy eating for your puppy too. I'm so excited. By all means, we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, Al. We have more Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. In Long Island, a dog named Bentley took his owner's car for a joyride and ended up crashing into a coffee shop. The 50-pound dog's owner, musician Brian Mayer, said he just wanted to keep his best friend warm, so he left his car running while he ran into the Cool Beans Coffee House to sign up for an open mic night. The next thing I knew, Mayer explains, I looked up to see my van coming at me in the window with Bentley in the driver's seat grinning at me. Luckily, there were no injuries, although a window and some patio furniture were damaged. Bentley seemed to enjoy the ride, wagging his tail happily after he got out. The owner of the coffee shop took it all in stride, calling Bentley a really sweet dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solutions Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets 911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. It's Animal 
Radio, you lucky dog, you. 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. It's Vlade, the world's famous Russian dog wizard. Vinny Penn, Joey Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. Bobby with news, Dr. Jim Humphreys, Britt Savage. Let's go to the phones right now. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Dave. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Good, how about you? Good, you're on with the world-famous Russian dog wizard. That, of course, is Vlade. Hey, Vlade. Hi, Dave. Hi. Thank you for calling. You need the Russian trainer. You need the best. So you, go ahead. That's right, Vlade. Um, a neighbor of mine was walking around the block. Okay. And um, she encountered another person walking around the block. They stopped to talk. The dog was, um, oh, probably a medium to a large-sized dog. And for whatever reason, I think the... Um, uh, the guy with the dog led him off the leash, and without warning, the dog attacked the uh, the neighbor lady. And I was wondering if you had any tips if if an aggressive dog comes at you, how you should react. Good, good question. And I am receiving the questions like that every day, Dave. So my solution to that situation will be if you have a little dog, people. You can always pick you up quickly and after turn your back toward aggressive dog and freeze. Don't even breathe. If you have a big dog, which you are walking, and you see this potential threat, the best solution for you to invest 35 bucks in one product by name Pet Convincer. It is humane. It is safe. It just sprays the air and sound toward the dog who is... Uh, threatening your dog, one convincing air blast, that bad dog is in the past. Uh, his behavior in the past. It's very safe, very humane. Let's put this one, Dave. If a lot of, in, in, in the cases like that, some people, you know, you know, thinking about using pepper spray and blah, blah, blah. But we live in the so, so happy society, especially here in California, already learning. We have more lawyers here than dogs. So we don't want to take a ch- <laughs> we don't want to we don't want to make a chance and just you know do something. So first of all, maybe not humane. Maybe that dog just wants to say hi to your dog. Who knows? Maybe just bark. Well, no. Uh, she, by she using was, this pro- she was walking without a dog, and, ah, talking, and the other dog attacked her personally. Ah, you're talking about okay. You're talking about attacking the person. This is the same things, my friend. I mean, uh, I would invest it a couple of bucks to get this product just carry it with you all the time because I can tell you about a, a lot of things which the people can do and we can talk about again and again people get panic and uh, you know turning back away and st- staying frozen will work but I like the action because inaction uh, could cause much more problem uh, than the action but I never play in the Russian a roulette. I play in the Russian chess, so I know if I get that dog away from me in the safe way, that's going to be the best solution. A lot of crazy people. I mean, it's pe- people are crazy. Dogs are okay. They just let them go. I see it all the time. So it's no big deal. Just have these things with you, and uh, like I said, and use it in the right time. People are crazy. Dog, dogs are, are fine, but people are crazy. Remember that. one 405 It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that... Woof!
celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang is here awaiting anxiously the results to the DNA test. As you know, as you may know, last September, we started uh, well, trying to figure out what kind of dog the studio stunt chihuahua is. Because it... It really doesn't look like a chihuahua anymore, no, frankly. No, not at all. Now that she's grown up. And we bet Monopoly money, of course. Yes. Money. And but it's money to us. It is. And we we uh, use it like regular money. Uh, mm-hmm. In conjunction with regular money, it'll actually get you stuff. But uh, we have this... Yeah, big... like arrested by the Secret <laughs> Service. So don't do that. So we tested. We've tested. Uh, we tested with uh, one company. And we got results back, and there was actually no Chihuahua uh, whatsoever. No, it came back uh, way back in their lineage. There was Papillon and Dachshund. So we did it It came back with weird results that we didn't like, let's be honest. So we retested. And I'll tell you, she looks like a rat terrier. She really, really does. And when there was no rat terrier in there, and of course, they only judge uh, these uh, DNA tests. They do it by AKC breeds, and rat terrier actually is not an AKC breed. And so... There was no right. They compare it to their samples in their database. If they don't have a sample of a specific deed in, breed in that database, there can be no comparison. Thank you, Therefore, Bobby. it came back with those vague answers. Yeah. So we tested that, again. As I mentioned, we didn't like. Yeah. We tested again. I went to the Global Pet Expo a few weeks back. We got uh, another test from another company. We tested again. Apparently, uh, I didn't swab enough, and so we had to do it again another time. <laughs> and we got the results back this week. And the results, I'll tell you, just after we give away the last Biopet Vet Lab test that we have. I know you've been calling about this. You can get them on the website, but the last one that I have here in the studio is in my hot little hands, and I'd like to give it away to someone who's sort of in a similar situation, and I believe we have Paul on the phone. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, right now, I'm heading down the hill into Denver, Colorado. You are a truck driver. I am. Good. Do you travel with your animal? Uh, I used to, but she seems to not like to go on the truck anymore since I put the fence around my one-acre lot. Okay, so she stays at home. Now, what kind of dog do you think she is? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, I have no clue. Uh, people would ask me, you know, what kind of dog is that? Uh, I don't know. You're just good as mine. <laughs> Some people say it looks like a dingo. Now, you actually sent wow. us a picture here. That we just got a this morning. Dingo. Yeah, yeah, and it does look like a dingo a little bit. Huh. A dingo, wait, your baby. And uh, Maybe I, some Queensland healer. I don't know. It's it's a definitely a strange-looking dog. So I'm going to give you the last test, Paul, and you can uh, try it out on your dog there. Send it in. You'll get the results in a couple of weeks, and we'll follow up with you in a couple of weeks, okay? Sounds great. Okay. Hang tight for a second, Paul. If you want to pick up on one of these tests, I have six more at the website. Six more at the website at animalradio.com. Okay, you ready for the results? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, Judy has informed me that she has the results there. She's ready to read the results. Now, I, I haven't seen all of them. Are you ready? I'm, re- you know, I'm excited. First, I want to explain. They yes. have five categories. Okay. Number one is if they're pretty much a purebred. 
Number two mm-hmm. is like 30% of their makeup. Number three is like 20% of their makeup. And then four is 10 to 20%. And it gets, you know, each one is less. So we go way, way so down the line. Way back. So we're starting with number four. So she's definitely. Why are we starting with number one? Because she doesn't have anything in number one. She doesn't have anything. And she, we don't, we still don't know. So what but, her, that, but remember, that's purebred. That's a purebred. So that's okay. We know she's so not we, purebred. Yeah. Okay. We know she's so, not. Okay. We were hoping don't panic. something in, in category two or three. But yeah, we I really need that. Monopoly money now, Bobby. (laughs) More than I did in September. Okay. We have a bunch in category four, which is makes up ten to twenty percent. Okay. We have drum roll. Oh drum roll. Guido, can we get a drum roll, please? What you knew we were gonna do this today. What come on? Come on. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. He needs to be fired. Yeah. (laughs) That was your drum roll, Guido? Yeah, I know. Okay, let's let's get on with this. Hey, okay, Judy. we have American Eskimo. Huh? I know. No. Okay. No. 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 It gets better. Okay. We have Australian okay. Shepherd. What? Australian yes. Shepherd. Now remember, she's only five pounds. Yes. Okay. We have Beagle. A beagle. I can see that. Smaller. I could, yeah, yeah. I could. I could see a little beagle in her. And this one, I'm not quite sure. It's a Belgian Turverin. Not Belgium. quite sure what that, that looks like. I have to there. go look that yeah. one up. Give me that. Okay. And then we have Greyhound. <laughs> Greyhound. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Especially well, she does have long, quarters. She yeah. does have long legs. She looks so like a toy Greyhound. She does look like a toy gray, Greyhound. I'll and go. then we have the last one in Category 4, a Shetland Sheepdog. A right. Sheepdog. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then we have one, one more in Category 5, which is less than 10% of her makeup. Is a Parson Russell Terrier. And okay. There you have it. <laughs> well, what doesn't she have in her? <laughs> okay, so who That's gets, working more who gets to what a, she really yes. is. It really is, but it doesn't answer our questions yet. I don't know how we determine who wins the Monopoly money here. Well, now, would blood... Uh, you, you've always encouraged the blood test. Yeah, doctor. and I've been dragging my feet on it. Do you think we'd have really? any more definitive answers with the blood test? You know, it just... Kind of when you talk about DNA and in, in crime scenes or DNA diagnosing of breeds, blood is... a a little bit more reliable DNA. It's a little bit more stable than some of these like epithelials that we're dealing with. So I, I would think that might be another way we could drag this out a little longer. <laughs> but maybe get another... Some, I'd feel more comfortable with a blood test. So I'd say, let me get my syringe out and Uh-oh. we'll pull some blood. Oh, boy. I apologize for everyone who is listening right now. She's she's definitely a fun dog. Can we put an end to this bit? I mean, really, it's yeah. been... Are you going to actually take blood? You know what? I think I am. I think that's... I'm no! Gonna, yeah, I think I'm going to. You know, I know, I know she's the nuts. That's it for sure. <laughs> and, um, you know, I also know that she looks like she's chihuahua yes um so i treating her as chihuahua and i like her as chihuahua and i really don't care about the rest of the things as a matter of fact so we should just go on and keep calling her ladybug the studio stunt chihuahua that's it that's it let's do the simple simple way and then she's the chihuahua and i don't know why you've got chihuahua i I mean you should have get the real dog but of course you've got (laughs) chihuahua so you know no big deal Okay, the saga continues. Yeah, Ten minutes of your life you'll never get back. And that's all we have time for today. And we'll be back right here on this fine station next week. Have a great week. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. 
This is Animal Radio Network. Network.